You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Good morning. Welcome to the Business Hour. My name is Ron Camacho. I'm your host today. And today, the business at hand is the business of film, music, entertainment, uh, digital, and even some other dimensions of the media industry, and it's a industry here in the state of Georgia that has grown at a very steep rate, and one of the players uh, that has fueled, uh, or at least supported that growth, has been Craig Miller of Craig Miller Productions, and today I want to talk about Craig Miller Productions as well as Craig Miller and Craig Miller's role in the growth of the industry, so welcome to the Business Hour, Craig Miller. Thank you very much, Ron. Appreciate being here. Um, Craig, we'll talk first about Craig Miller Productions, and you can share what the business does, what you offer to your clients in the way of production services, and we'll talk about the evolution of the company and of the industry. But for starters, we'll play that game um, where... Rather than just the uh, elevator speech, I like to set up a scenario where we're at a cocktail party. We don't have uh, a tremendous amount of time, but I do seem like someone who's interested when I say, well, Craig, what does Craig Miller Productions do? Well, we're a full-service production company. Uh, We uh, are involved in uh, film, in music, in uh, video production. Uh, we've been involved in films, um, major films like entertainment as well. And uh, it's been um, uh, we we are a turnkey operation. So we start with the very uh, first idea that one of our clients has, a customer, a, a company, um, an agency, and we build out from that. And it's interesting because there are lots of different ways to attack it. Um, with uh, with agencies, they generally have advertising agencies. They generally have creative plans that they want to execute. With companies, it's even more interesting because they might just have a result that they're trying to get to. You know, we want people to understand we have a new product. We want to understand we have a discount on a on a uh, on a consumer good. Uh, we we we've been innovative, but we we don't. We don't really know how we want to get that message out. An agency might have an actual creative team and some folks that are seasoned, production-oriented folks that you can partner with. Right. Whereas a lot of companies, even though if it's big enough, like the Coca-Cola company, that's easy for me to say, (laughs) which we'll talk more about in a little bit, they uh, have some folks who uh, could be... uh, considered straight away as creative director types sure uh, and some production savvy folks um, but they're one of the few uh, companies that have people who are knowledgeable and they rely on companies like Craig Miller Productions to help them even with um, the early seeds of 
what they're going to do to get to that end result you talked about. Sure. We, we like to be a creative solutions company. Um, we, we love to come up with great creative ideas. Um, I'll give you a, a quick example. We, we uh, had actually the Coca-Cola company come to us uh, a few years ago, and they, were, they want, said, we wanted, we're having a meeting. The meeting's kind of serious, you know, but we, we want to have some fun with it. And we have these three senior vice presidents that, we, you know, that, that need to be a part of a video presentation that we just drop in the middle of the, of the uh, overall meeting and, and see what kind of reaction we get. What, what can we do? So we invented the Red Man Group. So un, sort of unbeknownst, I mean, we, we, we explained the idea of the Blue Man Group and what that was, and it was a bunch of percussion instruments. And, a, and, and we said, you know, we'll create instruments out of, out of Coca-Cola bottles and, uh, and canisters and cardboard and all this kind of stuff for, for the Red Man Group to play. Well, that much sunk in, but the part that didn't sink in was that we were going to paint them from head to toe in red. And when they showed up, it was like too late to to change the plan. Here we go. And we we made them all bald and we covered them in red paint and and they and they had to play these instruments to a to a live soundtrack. It was like a, a music video. It was wonderful. It was it's, like the Blue Man Group it, in red. It was. It was. It was just. And you know what? It was like it wouldn't have been the thing that they might have done had they had uh, uh, two or three weeks to think about it. They had two or three days, and we were right there on the meeting. And that urgency ended up sort of uh, improving the creative strategy of what we were going to do and, and let us do a little more. Uh, you know? I was going to save this for later, but I'll, I'll, I'll just chime in here. Um, Many of the listeners uh, to this program know that that I work uh, in the area of marketing communications as a writer, creative director, producer type guy that has often worked with companies like your own and and did, in fact, on on one occasion with Coca-Cola as the client. And I have to give them some credit for productions, many of which were internal. I mean, people are familiar with their advertising, and they know that there's a certain creativity behind their advertising, sure. uh, from people standing in a hilltop singing a song to polar bears drinking the product and uh, uh, eventually uh, uh, snowboarding. But some of their internal productions were creative um, because they gave individuals like you and I some license to, to be uh, fresh and uh, consequently you get the Red Man Group and uh, I certainly recall a few projects um, one of which involved a live production where we actually scripted and had a performance um, on stage uh, so that it was actually a multimedia production with live action but also uh, rear screen projected uh, setups of the distribution facility and a retail facility. Yes, uh, with um, the the set itself uh, blending into those background uh, images uh, with performers uh, that included some talent, and we'll talk a little bit about uh, local talent in a bit as well. But um, uh, 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 there is an actor, uh, Ofima uh, uh, Ofalami, who oh, is yes. now on Chicago Fire. 
Yes. Um, that was getting his start in Atlanta. We recognize him as a talented guy, and he was, in fact, one of the uh, the actors uh, oh, in go. our production. Um, so we actually had a, a, um, a skilled acting group. And, and it was because the company did allow us to have some measure of creativity. But not everybody uh, does that. And so one of the areas um, that you focus on um, is creative development. Sure. And that's sort of what you're talking about right now. Exactly. Um, Let's talk a little bit about um, once you've gone through those early creative development stages. Uh, where does the project go there, and what are the, you know what are the in, in the context of the services you render? Because as you mentioned, you are a one-stop shop, um, which are not a lot of production companies are. They they might uh, actually have a camera person on staff, or that could be a freelance uh, shooter. Uh, but in in the case of Craig Miller Productions. They can get a lot of things under one roof from you. Well, I think where we always start is uh, one of the key things to remember is that filmmaking uh, or video production is is a collaborative effort. And it's not about – we're not making independent movies. It's about working with people that have a reason to create a message, and they have their ideas about their message. They probably know more about their message than anybody else, and they want to communicate that to either an out, a consumer audience or to people internally that are associates with their company. And, and some people need to be straightforward about that. Some people need to be out there so that it's memorable. Um, we always try to build at least some small piece of entertainment into everything we do because that helps it be a, a little more m- memorable. I don't. That doesn't mean that it has to be humorous. Uh, it doesn't. It, we don't break into song all of a sudden, but it is. It's one of those things where even where a person the setting where a person might be delivering their um, their presentation from. Or uh, if it's actors, as you mentioned, with the, with the um, larger um, uh, show that Coca-Cola had produced, uh, something that makes it connect with the audience is really key. Uh, one of the great lessons that I have from my years in the industry is that, strangely enough, I started out as a producer. Uh, I was the first audio-visual producer for Aflac down in Columbus, Georgia, before the duck. And uh, we figured out that we could communicate to all of the thousands of uh, Aflac associates, uh, Aflac salespeople, through uh, a new media called Half Inch VHS. We, we chose VHS over Betamax. You might remember that battle. And offered them equipment at a discounted rate so that we could send them programming. And we had our own distribution network. It was, it was, it was really cutting edge for the time. You might have made a, a, a smart, uh, educated guess about uh, the longevity uh, and the, the reach exactly. of Half Inch uh, VHS, VHS. Betamax. <laughs> exactly. So the, the, the next thing that we did was was but but it was interesting. I graduated from the University of Georgia. I got hired at Aflac. I was I, I was a Columbus boy originally, so I knew some folks there. The um, but the interesting thing was I started out as a producer, and it was like, well, Craig, what are we going to do? And I'm thinking, oh, I better make that decision. <laughs> so it was it was very interesting that. Okay, I could do this at the level that I know how to do it. I, I'd had a good education. I, I knew about communication and you know that kind of skill set. But how how am I going to 
to be better than that. I mean, could I be Steven Spielberg? Well, maybe not, but... You know, how could I elevate the kind of productions that we were going to do? And, this, and, and, this, and you know, the, you, you were a different animal uh, uh, in a sense uh, in that from day one you started off as a producer because m- many producers uh, start off as writers or shooters or editors. Or even production assistants. Right, or production <laughs> assistants, right. And, and you were thrust into that, that role, uh, but you took it and you ran with it. And the real key? Always hired people that knew more about it than I did. I, you, you're going to have a certain limit that you can reach on your own, and then you can read and study and try to perfect your craft. But there are people out there that know how to do incredible uh, uh, cinematography and great audio, and there are musicians that can bring incredible music to your production. And so... If, if I'm not trying to write music, if I'm not trying to write the next great script, I can call on those people to make that happen. And so, whereas I may today just have a staff of four people that are, that are a great staff, but I, I can call on the world to get my productions done. And it's, it's just so amazing what you can produce. Well, in a little bit, we, we actually will talk about um, what goes into assembling a group of talented folks uh, that can actually work as a team because you and I had a chat and working as a team is a big key to, to good uh, productions. We're here with Craig Miller of Craig Miller Productions. We're talking about the company, about the industry, and we'll be back to get more insight into the industry and into Craig Miller Productions right after this break. When four members of Congress all die within four months, each of their deaths appears to be from natural causes. But when mysterious messages begin to appear in the form of quotations from long-dead revolutionary heroes, one reporter sets out to prove the existence of a serial killer. His search discovers dark secrets and an assassin shielded by people who need the very services that only he can provide. The Sun Silas Rising, a novel by Doug Dahlgren. On Kindle or paperback through Amazon.com. This is Daryl Pullis inviting you to listen to America's Homegrown Veggie Show right here every Saturday morning at 10 Eastern Time. Great guests, great tips, and valuable information about growing your own vegetables, fruits, and herbs. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key, and the trained staff at AHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to the Business Hour. We're here with Craig Miller of Craig Miller Productions, and we've been talking about what Craig Miller Productions offers to its client in the way of services, and we've been referencing the industry and uh, 
a little bit about Craig's background, and we're going to drill down into that a little bit later as well as the industry. But talking about that range of services that makes uh, Craig Miller Productions a one-stop shop, and one hallmark of this this show is that we don't want to sound like an infomercial, but we do want to offer a real overview uh, of an organization. And you do offer a range of services that distinguishes you from a lot of other uh, relatively small production companies. And one of those areas, for example, um, that deviates from companies that do just uh, film and video, and, and it, and it and quite honestly, some companies only do video. Very few uh, do film and video, uh, and unless you're a, a large production company. Uh, but also you do events, and I want to touch on interactive video and, 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 and even website development. Um, but event production uh, may go hand in hand because, as we just talked about, there are companies out there that do live productions that get documented because that's uh, how the production is uh, disseminated within the organization because, as you mentioned as well, a lot of these are internal productions. You do have companies, even today, and and certainly, Craig, uh, years back, uh, when we had initially crossed paths, um, some companies were spending uh, many thousands, hundreds of thousands, uh, even I might say millions in some cases, uh, uh, working with uh, teams like uh, yours and, and mine to do uh, high-quality productions for uses uh, strictly internally. Uh, they wanted um, the entire company to be made aware of a new product, a new service, a new division, uh, or how we were going to approach uh, the next year of marketing, for example. Um, so y- you do event production, and uh, and then tell us a little bit about the interactive uh, video and website development part, which is like a whole other animal altogether. Sure. The... Um Events are, are very interesting. I started uh, started out as a, as a child. I was in the theater. Uh, Columbus has a great community theater, which now has become a professional theater called the Springer Opera House. And I sort of uh, cut my teeth on productions on the stage and went off to do summer stock and do those kind of things. And actually entered the University of Georgia as a drama major. And I figured there's not a lot of... I might be an okay actor, but to try to live my rest of my life as an I wanted more out of my life at that time. Nothing against actors. They're very talented people, but I was looking for more. So I got a radio, TV, film degree from the University of Georgia. and But at the heart of all of that, when I got out into the world and started producing um, films and videos, um, there's all this there, – there's, there's this natural um, – desire to go back to theater and so uh, over the years with um, with usually with big fortune 500 companies we've produced events and we we do it the same way that we were just talking about with film and 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 um, and video we we uh, have an initial meeting we make sure everybody's on the same page in terms of what the design and what the uh, what the effect what the result is going to be and and then we go about putting together the right talent and the right messaging and the right speaker support uh the the right meals that that make it all come together and work as a uh, as as a as a great event uh 
most recently we did the global meeting for um, for Agco, which is an agricultural company that based here in uh, world, their global headquarters are here in Atlanta. Um, they they produce uh, Massey Ferguson and Challenger tractors, and so uh, it was it was a big meeting that they had over on the coast, and it, and you know people it was really cool because people from around the world came to Kiowa Island to, you know, to be a part of this event and to get, there's still, even in this world of interconnectivity, there's still this need for the human touch at times. And it was was a great four-day meeting and, um, you know, everybody went out refreshed and knowing new folks and and charged up to to do a great thing. So that was good. You know, Crick, I might add to this that that those were the kinds of productions... uh, that uh, you and I had a hand in again when we crossed back paths, and th- this was uh, 25 years ago. Oh yes, uh, it may have been at the heyday uh, of of companies throughout uh, the U.S. Uh, uh, allocating budget for these kinds of of meetings, and they could be uh, a, an entire extended weekend. And I have to say, you know, people uh, can regard these meetings uh, as. Um, as fluff or characterize it in any way you want other than hardcore internal uh, or external marketing. But some of them, when they're done right, can really inspire people. It can really educate them about the game plan for the next year. And it it, 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 it can truly be efficacious, if you will. It can, it can produce the desired effect. And uh, it sounds like your uh, ADCO uh, meeting in Kauai um, was an example. The, certainly, being on Kauai was a bonus to everybody who attended. Sure. But you know, they 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 they, they turn out to be a cross between a recognition reward and uh, information sessions and, and team uh, building and team building, and they and they and they can work really well if they're executed right. Um, I'm glad to hear that companies are still doing. Uh, these kinds of uh, global meetings. Now, I will say that in our, in our day of uh, of, uh, of multi channel cable networks and Hulu and uh, the uh, and social media, that uh, one of the interesting things that has come about is that content has become king. There there are so many ways that content is just driving everything that we do as a production company. And it's all on different levels. Some of it might be just somebody needing to, you know, send a few words out to uh, their associates in in the field. And some of it may be big-time production that they want to do. And, of course, some of it's entertainment, you know. So what has changed the meeting world, how that connects to what we were just talking about, that what, what how that – is that we are more connected, at least informationally, than we ever have been before. Uh, and the, uh, the messaging becomes more and more important, and it is critical to make sure that we get the, the, the right message at the right time. One of the ways that uh, some companies have managed to uh, ensure that uh, we as um, outside Vendors and sources for production uh, stay on track is that they have internal people, and this would be the time in the program where I give a tip of the hat to a fellow that you and I both work with. Peter Foley uh, <laughs> was a creative director at the Coca-Cola Company. Yes. And, and, and Pete um, was one of those people assigned to work with uh, v- external vendors 
Uh, and uh, Pete was capable of putting on his own creative uh, cap and uh, helping to facilitate uh, the the project so that in some sense uh, you and he or he and I became uh, co-producers. Sure. And, uh, and and if you get a good guy like uh, Pete, uh, you can be highly effective. Um, does help you stay on message. Uh, Pete himself was a, a fine writer and... Uh, uh, could actually script um, what it is uh, that was the content of whatever the production m- uh, might be. And, uh, and and in some sense, that's a real luxury because, as we said early on, a lot of companies do not have the equivalent of an internal uh, creative person, uh, certainly not a creative director. Uh, in the case of Coca-Cola at that time, they had at least four. Um, uh, and uh, so it, it, it helped uh, for us to be able to work with a company particularly as large as the Coca-Cola company because it's a massive organization and you oftentimes have to work with several different people internally in more than one department and uh, the creative director acted as a facilitator internally as well. Um, Let's turn to interactive video and website development because that's another area that is a completely different animal, related but different. Well, we always set a goal to try to find what's new and interesting Going on out. One one of the things in the in, our, in the interactive world that we are experimenting with right now it, uh, is uh, annual reports that are digital. So why kill all those trees? You know, why not give you, you know your your uh, investors information that's current and quick? Um, so we're we're working on a couple of projects with some with some clients that we've had a long relationship with that uh, is is involved in. Okay, instead of a letter from the CEO, we get to see the CEO, and he t- gives us his message that way. Instead of reading stories through a, a magazine-type annual report printed, we, we have video with these guys that are – they might be a, you know folks that work for the company, employees. They might be consumers that have used the products of the company, but you can get a well rounded that might be how the company interacts with the um, socially in terms of uh, and civically in terms of uh, you know are they in, are environmental stewards are they uh, you know do they support education you know those kind of things in today's world it makes perfect sense that, oh, yeah. that, that, that digital oriented companies and non digital oriented right. companies certainly would take take an approach like this and and then in addition to that you, you give them, yeah, part of an annual report is having those numbers showing, you know, but you can actually make it a little more interactive and point out the things that are, you know, that you would like people to reference. Or if there's a big question, show them where the answer is. Have some of these uh, productions been done in conjunction with a downloadable uh, portion, maybe related to the numbers if they wanted to make Exactly. Available? You make a PDF, and if they need to print it out and peruse over it for a while or share it with friends, they can do it that way. Or they can forward them a link, you know, so it works well. Um, website development, um, very related to interactive, but uh, somewhat different. And if uh, the layperson were to think about it, they'd realize, oh, yeah, you have imagery, you have uh, words, you know, so that it's like scripted uh, uh, images, uh, and uh, it's formatted differently than a, uh, a, a, a documentary style or a feature film style film or video um, because it's it's online on it's 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 a web site. 
We're going to take a break. When we come back, I want to have you tell us just a little bit about uh, how you utilize the internal resources of Craig Miller Productions to help with website development. We're here with Craig Miller. We've been talking about Craig Miller Productions. We've been talking about various aspects of media production and the industry, and we'll touch more on those right after this break. This is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel. Every day, the Israeli Defense Force finds itself on the front line of the war with the militant arm of Islam. Surrounded by enemies from within and without, they fight for the only Jewish state. Military service is mandatory, ladies serving two years and men serving three right out of high school. While young people in other democracies are busy traveling or attending university, Israeli men and women gear up for basic training. In a world of heads of state, politicians, ambassadors, diplomats, and a leftist media, many times our voice at the grassroots level is drowned out. So we started an ongoing project called Hershey's for Heroes. Patriot conservatives from all over the U.S. are sending Hershey's chocolate bars with a note of thanks for defending Israel. Won't you join us by sending a sweet message to the IDF? For information, please see my Facebook page at Michael Gano. Thank you, God bless Patriot Conservatives, and God bless Israel in her struggle for sovereignty and security. Don't be hoodwinked by the left who wants you to believe the fairy tale that we can power America on butterflies, rainbows, and pixie dust. I'm Marita Noon. Get the truth about energy on my show, America's Voice for Energy, only on America's Web Radio. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not... You probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one, can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to the Business Hour. I'm Ron Camacho, your host, and we're here with Craig Miller of Craig Miller Productions. And we've been talking about... The company itself, the services that Craig Miller Productions offers to its clients, and about the industry, and we're going to be talking uh, in a bit about you know how the industry has evolved and how there are sources of talent available here in Atlanta, uh, unlike ever before. But Craig Miller Productions has been around for almost three decades, and. We're going to touch a little bit on how you think you've achieved that measure of longevity, um, but let's 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 continue on. We we, we, we were talking about website development, um, and and I mentioned that uh, because you're shooting either stills or video these days, and more websites have actual video uh, 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 embedded in the uh, in the website. Uh, tell us about uh, website development that you do for clients. Well. I think the key to uh, website development is for it to always be changing and transitioning. And it's really 
Um, it's really interesting. Uh, you know, Ten years ago, you had a website and you thought, oh, I've accomplished that. That's done. You know, um, today it needs to always be evolved. It's a living, breathing yeah. entity. Yeah, and 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 you and you, you can't come to the table and say, oh, I'm going to you know allocate a certain amount of funds to do this once. And and that has also permeated into the video world as well. Uh, when I started in the industry, the standard length of time for a video was seven minutes. Today, it, anything over three minutes, you can forget. Now, the, it, unless it's a documentary that's going to go on television or or uh, or some message that has to be if it's just to go, grab people's attention and deliver a message don't be any longer than three minutes it used to be that a 15 second spot broadcast spot was the shortest duration that you would see on tv sure but there are now little five second snippets sure uh i suspect we could see things of shorter duration just because we have uh uh, generations of folks growing up with 160 characters or less and these five-second segments. So uh, absolutely, websites are, are changing. The very America's Web Radio website, uh, GM Dave Moxley, uh, has continued to uh, have the uh, the website itself evolve. So, um, you know, we understand... David understands the value of uh, keeping a, a website up to date and, you know, engaging people um, by having a, a different look and, and, and different content. Um, but this, we, uh, let me tell you this. This is how we do it. Because um, you asked in particular how Craig Miller Productions worked in that kind of development. W- one thing that we always do is we, we stay abreast of everything that we, that we can about new technology and where it's going. We also like to hire really young people that are bright and intelligent and are, are connected with today's world. Uh, yeah, I've been in the industry for a while, but I, I, need, I need new and responsive um, productions. I need new and responsive ways of getting things done. And I've always hired people that know how to get the job done right. And right. That Sharp people, uh, in some cases, right out of school, who have been immersed very recently right. in the leading edge of various and, aspects and of media. Education is better these days. I mean, even then, you know, people people really know what they want to do and how they're going to get there. And those are the kind of people that I'm looking for. But in, in addition to that, the what we do is, is try to do good work. And our good work in the film and video industry has has led us to work in the print industry, has led us to work in the social media industry, has led us to web design and and digital advertising. And we don't necessarily go out and market that as what we do day to day. You come to me, you ask me initially, what do we do? We are a film and video production company, you know. But we have great relationships, and we have long-standing relationships, and we have the relationship that just began last week. But for those people, one of our keys to being around for 30 years has been that we do really good work, and we stay in tune with what's going on and what's what's next. I think a lot of times a company that feels that you can uh, handle the messaging related to their product or service, um, that it, it is directly involved with a, a a film or a video also feels that you've crossed over that threshold to having such a good grasp 
And if they know that you can work in other mediums, they want to have you, this person, this organization, this team of people that they feel has a good grasp, and they like the way that you operate, they like the way that you you produce a project, and they want to engage you to right. produce in another medium. Um, writing, um, you have folks on staff that write uh, casting. You have folks that are casting directors. And then let's talk a little bit about locations. I always love an operations manager um, that works for us. We've we've only had like three in the history of our company that that loves locations. It's it's a great thing to just know our community and know where to go. And that might be a that might that location might be a soundstage as well. But if they have a general feel about what the different um, locations are around Atlanta that you know can serve for whether it's an office or a play park or we we did a really nice program uh, this time last year for Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. It, it had to have a community. It had the house that we had had to have an incredible tree house. You know, it, it, it had to be sort of a bleak, wintry kind of look to the streets. So we needed lots of hardwoods with no leaves, you know, and, and we, and we came out and nailed it. I mean, it, it, it feels cold and wintry and the kids feel a little lonely in the tree house and it all worked to, to help tell the story. Um, writing and casting. Mm-hmm. Um, you got folks on staff that uh, uh, write and and folks that uh, uh, assist with uh, casting. We 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 have folks that do both. In 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 the world that we live in, we have to wear a lot of hats. The, the the business of film production is actually very compartmentalized. So if you were on a major film that was shooting in town, there might be 150 people working on a production any given day. I mean, at one time. And each of those people have a role. We can expand to that. Probably the biggest production that we have staffed ourselves has been about 70 people. But our, but we we can shoot with a two man crew, yeah, you know, but because that's what that job demands, you know, or requires. And uh, what we wanted, what do we do? We have a full time casting director, no, but we have very knowledgeable people we are on staff that know who to talk to, and then we have the, Atlanta has had with the film industry coming to town uh, in, 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 in large supply, th- there are lots of these specialists out here that you pick up the phone, you give them a call, here are 10 people that are exactly what you need. It, you let, know? Let, let's, in fact, segue, Craig, because sure. we can lump um, the the um, some of the areas I wanted to talk about uh, that involve uh, recording, mixing, and, and, and music, um, you know, sound effects, as well as editing the graphics and I and by the way I, as far as editing is concerned I do want to talk a, a, a little bit about uh, um, your internal capability uh, sure. editing wise because you have an ace uh, uh, producer so we'll talk about mark uh, in, in just a bit but sure uh, you, you you touched on uh, the industry uh, today here in Atlanta and uh, access to this new incredible range of talent uh, uh, what a lot of people don't know is that uh, Atlanta just didn't become the third uh, film and video production and and, and and digital entertainment combined concentration yeah. of, of, center. Of, of talent and, and center uh, behind Los Angeles and New York uh, overnight. Uh, and, and we're going to talk about 
the concerted effort to make that happen. Sure. But along with um, the growing uh, amount of talent that was uh, indigenous to uh, to Georgia and to Atlanta, uh, you had growing numbers of people coming here for productions that made Atlanta their home. So that oh, yeah. as uh, EUE Screen Gems and uh, Pinewood Studios and Eagle Rock and the Tyler Perry folks um, expanded their uh, soundstage production capability, you had people moving here, living here, and that you had access to and, and, a, and a whole uh, coterie of uh, services from, from acting to music to, to staging, you know, to, to and, and so those people you have access to now, uh, exactly. from actors to uh, uh, technicians. Yep. A rising tide uh, raises all ships. You know, it's it's been incredible the amount of creative influx that's come into Atlanta with the, with the tax incentives that were established in 2008. And uh, last week, last week, which we're talking about the first week of the year, some people are still coming in off of uh, you know the holiday vacation. Um, the there were 27 uh, films or TV shows being shot in the state of Georgia. Uh, the week before Christmas, uh, which is a kind of a standard time for things to wrap or go on hiatus, uh, there were 33 productions working in in the state of Georgia. So it it has been a, a major major influx. Before 2008, there were we were lucky to get three, and and now we're we're looking at uh, somewhere in the vicinity of 248 productions a year. You know, before we turn to the evolution of the industry sure. here uh, in Atlanta com- completely, uh, you know, uh, turn our complete focus in that direction, um, uh, how long has Craig Miller Productions been around? We, we were formed in 1985, so this year will be our 31st year. Oh, okay. So uh, I, I'll strike the phrase almost 30 years. Or I, I was going to take that as a compliment. I felt like, you know, that, that would sort of save me a few years in my... <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> and but, a few hairs on my head, too. <laughs> but we're talking over three decades now. And um, how has the company evolved? Uh, d- did you start off day one uh, offering a comprehensive range of services? Um, I started out, I, I knew when I formed my company uh, that I wanted to be a production company. I, I didn't want to be a freelance producer. I could do that as part of being a production company, but I, I wanted to be a company. Um, we, start, we started out in an executive office space. So we, we had some services that we could, we had a conference room, we could copy, and we could fax, we could do all those kind of things. And, uh, you, you know, I had a really big Rolodex. So that, that's how I got going. Um, the, um, the, 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 where we have to develop to, to, to today is that we have a few key people that are really making, uh, specialty, that are, that are departmentalized. They, they are heads of, of departments. For instance, we have, we're, we're in a sound studio, so we have sound studio space. We also have, uh, video, uh, our own video studio because the price of editing video has come way down. So we have an expert, um, senior video editor that manages not only his projects, but the projects of other freelance editors that we bring in to work on jobs as well. And we have a, a, a junior uh, editor, uh, Tate Barber, uh, our, let's go back, 
our senior editor is Mark Pilvinsky, and our uh, junior editor is Tate Barber, and and they they work together to uh, manage the flow of business and flow of work. We're um, we're going to take a break here, okay. uh, Craig, and you know we could probably have you back to do. Uh, a second or a third program because there's so much to talk about <laughs> because of the nature of the industry here uh, in Atlanta sure. uh, and, and the role of your company. Uh, but uh, we'll take a break. We're here with Craig Miller of Craig Miller Productions. We'll be back to talk with Craig um, more after this break. Affordable health insurance was the promise of Obamacare, but for many, the government mandate caused more problems than it solved. This is Dr. Elena George from Medicine on Call, and I want to tell you about a truly affordable alternative allowed under Obamacare, Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare bypasses doctor and hospital panels, giving you the freedom to choose, and with a maximum of $500 out-of-pocket per person and 100% coverage up to $1 million per year per occurrence, you can rest assured knowing you and your family are protected. Coverage starts as low as $107 per month and also includes dental, vision, pharmacy, and holistic care. Liberty HealthShare puts you back in charge of your health. Visit them online at libertyoncall.org. Again, for a true affordable alternative to Obamacare, visit libertyoncall.org or call toll-free 1-800-714-6993 today. This is Daryl Pullis inviting you to listen to America's Homegrown Veggie Show right here every Saturday morning at 10 Eastern Time. Great guests, great tips, and valuable information about growing your own vegetables, fruits, and herbs. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's D-O-C-S, the number four, patientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to the Business Hour. We're here with Craig Miller of Craig Miller Productions, and we've been talking about his production company as well as the industry in general. And um, as a segue into the industry in general, I wanted to uh, have you tell us a little bit about uh, one of the people on your staff that that caught my eye. Uh, I've never met Mark Pilvinsky, but I I read about him on your website uh, at uh, www.craig.com. MillerProductions.com. Um, Just CraigMiller.com. But .tv. CraigMiller.tv. Oh, CraigMiller.tv. Yeah, there you oh, go. Okay. and um, But you can get there. I'll have to t- say that if I... You oh, really? Yeah, oh, get that's there. good. Yeah, I love that. It'll, it'll get you there. <laughs> and uh, um, Mark Pilvinsky, uh, the, the bio on Mark, uh, is indicative of um, the kind of talent you have uh, on on your team, sure. Uh, he's got uh, quite a uh, repertoire uh, of uh, uh, projects, and tell us a little bit about Mark. Sure, uh, Mark is a graduate of the University of Georgia and I- interested in filmmaking. Uh, he actually does independent filmmaking on his on his own. He's a horror movie fan, and uh, 
Mark uh, was married, moved to L.A. to pursue his career in the motion picture industry, worked out there for like 10 years. And I was at the point where uh, I, I knew that one of uh, my editors was about to uh, go freelance. They wanted to go out and on their own, do some independent work. Uh, and so I put out a call and I said, well, let's let's extend the call everywhere. Let's just not make it Atlanta. And uh, we did. And we got this response from Mark in Los Angeles and I thought well what's the deal there you know it's it's not like I'm offering all the money in the world to come work in Atlanta this guy's got great credentials why is, why is he coming here so we got to, we met up we made made arrangements to get together and uh Mark said you know I just want to come home I mean the quality of life my family is close to him. I mean, the rest of his his uh his external family is he had two little girls he wanted them to you know go to good schools and and do those kind of things and and he liked the kind of work we were doing he said this is nice stuff you go, you do solid work and mark had been working on um what they the 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 behind the scenes the blu-ray kind of production that you get from major motion pictures so uh he'd been working on lone survivor the life of pi dark shadows Uh, he had i mean a, a real complete resume of what he was doing and i said this has got to be the most fortunate thing in the world to happen to me that he would like to come here. And we negotiated a price that worked for him. And Mark's been with me about three years now. And he just brings a real skill set that not that there are not a lot of good editors in Atlanta, but Mark has a really good sense of 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 what makes what makes flow and rhythm and uh, storytelling really work in a, in a video production. It might have helped that, that the two of you were just a couple of dogs. That's right. As well. That's uh, right. Uh, for listeners out there not uh, familiar with that phrase, <laughs> uh, we're talking D-A-W-G dog from uh, the University of Georgia uh, uh, dog, and um, you had one of the dogs ready to come home. That's right. Um, quality of life in uh, Atlanta and in Georgia is good when compared to a lot of other parts of the country. Uh, in fact, I, I dare say that is part of the formula for uh, growth uh, in the industry here in Atlanta, along with the work of a few organizations, uh, including the Georgia Commission on Film, Music, and Digital Entertainment, which you were asked to chair. Uh, it's the Governor's Commission, and th- that commission has played a big part in in fueling the growth of the industry, uh, which, as I mentioned earlier, did not happen overnight. It has been a concerted effort. We had Rick Wright's uh, uh, on oh, yeah. this program, Rick and Rick was got, a real gave us proponent. a little insight, and and you know he, along with a few other people that we talked about, were instrumental. Tell us a little bit about the work of the Georgia Film, Music, and Digital Entertainment uh, Commission. The well, there uh, with that particular uh, commission itself. Th- this is a new commission that's just been commissioned this past summer. Um, the what's really great about it is um, you might not know this, Ron, but the uh, Georgia had the very first film commission and film office outside of the state of California. It, Jimmy Carter formed it in 1973 after they produced Deliverance in 1972. Um, but that commission <clears throat> the, it exists at the, at the, at the uh, will of the governor, and uh, the commission that Rick was part of back in 08 was part of that commission that uh, ushered in the Georgia Film Incentives, which 
really is quite simple. Uh, the film incentive works is that if you have uh, a production that you're bringing to town that's over, or the state of Georgia, that's over uh, $500,000, you can um, for, you can get 30% tax credit on uh, the production spend within the state. And that includes the salaries of the actors. And there's no cap on it. So it, the easy math, if you were doing a $10 million production, you'd get $3 million worth of tax credits. It works really well uh, that you can sell the tax credits. If you don't have state uh, income tax liability, there's a market for selling the tax credits. And generally, that market is made up of big corporate Georgia, which I think I saw the other day where Georgia now has over 20 Fortune 500 companies that are based here in Atlanta. That's that's an amazing record for the for the state as well. Well, yeah, there happened to be even a couple within just a few miles of where we are here yeah. in Sandy Springs. Uh, uh, UPS, uh, notably Global Payments. Mercedes-Benz. Uh, Mercedes-Benz. Uh, Newell Rubber Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, yeah, we, uh, we have uh, quite a few right here in the neighborhood. Uh, I mentioned to a couple of uh, family members involved in the uh, film production uh, business uh, out of the Wilmington Studios uh, uh, over Thanksgiving, as a matter of fact, right. that it wasn't just our tax credits, that there was a momentum that started um, early on um, the formation of the, the film commission before the tax credits uh, um, sort of was laying uh, the groundwork. The foundation, yes. The foundation sir. for uh, 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 an assembly uh, of talent. And, you know, I mentioned just moments ago that you had more and more people um, moving here, wanting to live here, uh, and so that the pool of talent that you're not bringing in from out of state, that you're not drawing upon oh. crews from L.A. or New York or Toronto or Vancouver, and that... Atlanta is now the third uh, largest production largest center. Production. Yeah, the, yeah. here's some here's some really interesting uh, wild numbers. Eighty five percent of all productions shot in the state of Georgia are Georgia or Georgia citizens. Now that's an average. If you look at Walking Dead. They're 97% because it's a Georgia producer that hires the people. He knows the people in Georgia really well, and he makes he makes those he, – he's going to hire people he knows that work and support him well. Uh, the lower end, which is really interesting, is Pinewood. They're at about 55 56%, but there's a reason. They're doing Marvel comic features. It's highly – Technical. They're bringing talent from all over the world. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And what are we doing? We're, we're learning from that talent. So that number has been steadily increasing. But here's the number I like the best. Every production that comes to town and, and they bring people from out of town, 10% of that crew of that above and below the line, 10% of that crew move to Georgia. They, they buy a house. They set up a residence. They're here, and a lot of celebrities have done the same thing. So that's very cool. And, and so that that fifty percent number will actually uh, uh, go up. Yeah, exactly, because, because they're local people, people are, now. are now local. They're working local. And and you know when you look at the credits for uh, some of these productions, and there are hundreds and hundreds associated with Pinewood Studios oh, totally. and Screen Gems uh, Productions, EUE Screen Gems Productions. Um, we're, we're talking uh, hundreds of people that are uh, living right here uh, in Georgia. 
the uh, Georgia Production uh, Partnership and the upcoming uh, or the in progress uh, uh, electronic games, the Smite Esports um, competition. Competition. Tell us about. Uh, well, it's uh, Georgia Production Partnership. Uh, I'll, I'll start with yeah. that. How about that? The uh, Georgia Production Partnership is a 20-year-old organization. It's a grassroots nonprofit. It's about advocacy. We're promoting the industry to the legislature. We're showing them how the economic impact. There's a $6.1 billion economic impact to the state of Georgia from the film industry in 2015. A great organization, has over 1,300 members, meets regularly, and, and, and now as the legislature goes into session, We'll be talking to them. We'll be making sure they know that we that we have made a difference in Georgia. That we have put Georgians to work. Um, what was the other question you asked me? The about? Uh, oh, Smite. Smite. Yeah. Smite. The the gaming industry is really part of what we are doing on the commission. Um, we have uh, several commissioners that are involved with the uh, with the gaming industry, but esports is a new phenomena, and it's happening at the uh, Cobb Galleria this weekend. And they'll be, I think they're sold out. But check their website; they've got a great website where people come to watch teams game against each other. It's a Five hundred thousand dollar purse for first place. Wow. It's incredible. That's that's that is incredible. Uh, Craig, we're going to have to have you back because there's just a lot to talk about. I do want to say that the uh, Governor's uh, Commission on uh, Film, Music, Digital Entertainment is lucky to have you. Thank uh, you, as Ron. its chair. You're a good guy. You have a good grasp of uh, what's going on in the industry. You're a consensus builder. You're 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 good for them. You're good for the state of Georgia. Thank you for taking the time to come on to the business. Center. Ron, thank you for having me. It's It's been a real pleasure. We've been listening to Craig Miller of Craig Miller Productions. You've been listening to the Business Hour here at America's Web Radio. I'm Ron Camacho, your host. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on the radio next week. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.